hello. Welcome to another uh, Rally Basics uh, podcast. It's uh, my second stop on my uh, my journey to Michigan. And I'm over here in Lakewood, Ohio. I mean, this place is like the Jersey Shore. It, it's unbelievable. It, it, <laughs> this this house is, is uh, that I'm in right now. Uh, I'm here with a really, really good friend of mine, Sheena Suvak. She's a senior uh, project, a product manager. Uh, and she's a, she's a very uh, highly skilled individual. And we're here to uh, interview her and uh, what her... Uh, career path journey has been to get to this point. How you doing, Sheena? I'm doing well. How are yeah, you? I'm looking great. What's <laughs> going on? I'm, I've finally met Apple. I've seen her on oh, Instagram multiple my, times. Yeah. she's our, What a cute little button there. Yeah. A little French bulldog. Um, yeah. She's uh, well, you know, a seasoned lady, mm-hmm. but uh, very bullied-ish, right? So she's- What does that mean? <laughs> so they, so their breed is very like territorial and has to be top dog kind of thing. Oh, okay. So, and a lot of female dogs are like that, so. <laughs> yeah, so she's yeah, so she's a female dog. Yeah. Okay. And she had puppies. She had puppies. Yeah, really? Yeah. Where the where are the puppies at? Oh well, so we got her as an actual adult, and uh, the breeder, I just they, you know, they were selling two females that they had bred, and I mm-hmm. don't think they they had any other use for them. He wants us to overbreed them, so we bought her as a you know adult, and then the whole thing was you know basically we had to fix her, mm-hmm. and um. Yeah, so we fixed her and we took her in, and she's been amazing. We yeah. got her um, probably she was two, and oh, that's she's cool. like gonna be eleven in December. So it's awesome. Yeah, she's healthy, amazing. Yeah, that's great. So uh, yeah, I see on her Instagram all the time. So it's cool meeting her. But like, um, <laughs> she's a model. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks for you know, uh, doing a. Um, uh, I think we did a podcast post. You, I appreciate you doing that for the site, and I think I think you you coined it that we we've known each other for eight years. Is that is that about right? Yeah. I mean, can we really put a finger on that, like when we met. Um. Or I, I mean, we started yeah. working together. I yeah. guess I don't know. I, well, I had to like do the math because I think time has flown by so quickly. <laughs> right. Right. Um. But yeah, I, it, when I was doing the math, I'm like, yeah, I was uh, I was working in the automation division of the company. And, okay. Um. And we we're doing a lot of really, you know insanely high state kind of project type mm-hmm. things and it was really crazy um going to those different sites with you because you're like in the heart of new york city mm-hmm. um and and then also in new jersey like really impressive outfits of things that they're doing and just that general area is really was really impressive but yeah i think i think i remember picking up at LaGuardia airport yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then uh yeah you know i like we, we kind of like we kind of talked earlier you know i i i, I kind of you know stepped in a little bit because there was uh uh, yeah, someone, you know, uh, someone that was going to be involved, uh, you know, shouldn't have been involved. And, uh, I kind of stepped in and was able to work with you as a professional and, you know, get you back, I think a, a day early too. Yeah. I think you had an anniversary or something with your husband, I yeah, believe, or yeah. a birthday or something. There was, I can't really pin on what exactly it was, but yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. ultimately to your point, like making it more of a productive trip instead of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah you know going around to here and stuff well that's cool but um so like what um you you have two degrees right yeah so i um double majored in physics and chemistry and then like chemical engineering was a part of that kind of program that i did in undergrad wow um and then i have an mba which is in systems management so um but i did that like almost two years after i graduated undergrad worked full-time doing my mba um the place i was working at that time uh, gave a little bit of money towards it, but you know, you just have to figure it out when you're going through that. It was kind of a bananas situation. So I was dating my now husband Okay. and then I was like working on my MBA, working full time. We were dating Mm -hmm. and then, uh, 
a lot of balls going there so then he like proposed like uh, whatever time when basically we were getting married i was graduating with my mba and getting married like the same summer <laughs> so, wow so there was a lot of moving parts but it was it was good well, you made it happen yeah that's great yeah. i mean i mean that, that that kind of uh that's what that's what that's what's nice about working w- with you sheen is that you you can handle a lot of different things and i think that's the value of having you know females in the work work area they can they can handle a lot of different things you know what i'm saying yeah. it's they're just not one-dimensional and handle a lot of different things and w- what are your thoughts on that yeah, I think... Uh, I mean, do you view yourself like that? I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's how I view you. Yeah, so. no, I, I think, um, you know, it's it's great that men like you feel that way, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you've are you been a great mentor, as I said in my post uh, uh, before, um, kind of our background. Yeah. You've always been very supportive. Um, and, yeah, I think women have, they, they get, um, you know, definitely... Uh, underestimated, I mm-hmm. would say sometimes, uh, just because of how they present themselves, whatever that is, be it um, that you're smiling too much or you're um, you seem too like happy or whatever it is, wow. right? So sometimes, and, and I, I have a pretty good uh, sense of reading the room mm-hmm, uh, in general, mm-hmm. and so I kind of know how people are receiving me, and so it takes time, as we were kind of talking about some other topics, right, ago, right, um, to get that buy-in, right? So, yeah. Um, it's being patient. So I think women have, in general, a lot of patience. Okay. And they kind of have to, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, and it's tough. I mean, I think when you have a personality that's maybe impatient, mm-hmm. um, you got to, you know, as a woman, it's like, oh, gosh, you just really have to just temper your expectations. Know that eventually, all your, all, you know, your hard work, um, it'll come to a head at some point. People who are respectable you know, authority figures are going to recognize that. Oh, that's good to know. That's good to know. Cause there might be, might be a, a, you know, a woman out there right now that's kind of, you know, in that situation and just keep stick with it. Yeah. You know, it'll, 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 it'll get there. Obviously you're, you know, a senior, you know, project manager. So yeah, that's great. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's interesting. So it's not only doing that, you got to deal with that as well too. That's, that's, that's wild. But I think every, I think, people in general, I think might sense that too. I mean, I would say, and just working, you know, with other fellow engineers mm-hmm. for some time, I mean, there's always this stereotype of like the desk engineer. And then there's the engineer that's like willing, much like yourself, right? Yeah. Te- technical, but you have a personality. That's another thing. I have a personality, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I can yeah. talk to a lot of different people. I can chameleonize myself uh, to kind of like relate to folks and not to say that I'm being not authentic, but I would say that I can be relatable to a lot of people because of, you know, things that I've experienced growing up. Um, I, I love surrounding myself with very diverse friends and people because yeah, I think yeah. you can really grow yeah, yeah. as individuals. I Absolutely. Don't, I don't like cookie cutter type people. I don't want someone exactly like me. I have some, you know, friends that are similar to me, um, but I think there's so much richness that comes out of being around people that are different than you because right. you can really decide what do I really respect and love about that person? What can I take from that? Maybe try to have that in, in my sort of wheelhouse of offerings, yeah, as, yeah. you know? So that's kind of what I've done growing up, you know, for so many years. And it's been, um, great, I think, because it has helped me sort of relate to a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. That's all. And I think, you know, when I first met you, I think you, we had some pretty in-depth conversations about your, your mom, your mom was like an executive or a pretty, pretty, uh, pretty powerful gal it seemed like to me yeah she yeah so she uh you know worked her way all the way up um she was in a the financial world oh, yeah? banking and stuff like that but did a lot of like sales oriented very all these different promotional type stuff well you know if you think about the banking world you know a lot of 
uh, you know, good old boy network, right? Yeah. So maybe, you know, <laughs> that's all you're able to, you know, do what you got to do. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's a real, real feather in your cap. Not that you will wear a cap with a feather, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she, yeah, I, I would say, I mean, she also kind of went through a different time, right? Mm-hmm. So she, it was always kind of one of the biggest things was she really emphasized education. And we've talked about this too, yeah, yeah, where it's yeah. like, that's, that's your ticket in. So they can't have hold that against you where that's a limitation. Mm-hmm. So education's that ticket in. Um, and then also, um, I think, what was the other thing that she, I'm trying to think of the time. I, oh yes. She would say that, um, really it's your skill set like have it focused on that and not you can only have your looks like go so far basically okay. yeah yeah um because I mean, my mom is a very attractive woman mm-hmm. and uh she's got a personality and all that and so i think again as i was saying being dismissive of that <laughs> she experienced that firsthand we never had in-depth conversation about that but she always be like you're only gonna get your cuteness can only take you so far your yeah, education yeah, yeah. your experience your hard work all of that stuff that's ageless. Well, it's in it's in your DNA. I mean, yeah. obviously, you know, yeah. it, you know, it's in your DNA. So, yeah, it, you, you know, you just observe too. Like you you observe. I mean, yeah. that's uh, you walk in, reading a room, and observing. And like I said before, uh, uh, you're one of the most emotionally intelligent people I've ever met. I said that a long time ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's important. Mm-hmm. You know, it's important. You know, it's good. Uh, that's 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 really cool. Well, like like you know, like I was explaining to you what Bradley Basics is. It's basically my attempt to start addressing, uh, you know, the college debt situation. You know what I mean? So. Uh, which I really appreciate you taking the time and let me come in your home like this during COVID and stuff like this interview. But I think it's going to be a good um, opportunity for, you know, uh, women, you know, to, you know, maybe learn a lot of things from you. So basically, uh, you know, I, I think I linked in you, I sent you stuff through LinkedIn, (laughs) like, you know, like five, you know, five questions. So um, we're just going to go through there. Cause like, I'm just going to give the, you know, give the podcast some structure. Like I said, with my podcast with Paul Lennox, like some people listen to a podcast, they want to stop. So we're going to go through five questions, the same five questions, you know, yeah. uh, why did you pick the career that you did? Yeah. So, um, you know, I was really math and science always came really easily to me. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, like that's my, my direction. Um, but it's interesting because, you know, I was not to go too off the rails and not, you know, I'll, I'll I definitely will come back. To oh, this, you, can, but, you can go off the rail, but I definitely, we can always add it. You know, it's no big deal. <laughs> I was just, I was thinking about this and, um, Oh, you're thinking about it. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> like I think so for, for me, okay. So it makes sense. Okay. You became an engineer, right. Mm-hmm. Or you mm-hmm. went into the sciences, all that stuff. But it was interesting because, um, we were talking about females and then you're like, Hey, I think your perspective would be refreshing. I think people could take, things from you, whatever. Right. Um, and maybe grow and be that much more in a better position earlier on, whatever it is. Um, I was thinking, I, I don't know if you have Facebook, but, um, no, I don't have Facebook. So th- there's a, I have Instagram. So Instagram is good. There's a little feature on Facebook and I'm sure people who have it, they get memories. So like if like a year ago today, like this date, mm-hmm. they'll show, Hey, this happened or whatever. Oh, okay. And so recently my niece, um, I had a, a, a video of my niece and I don't know if you're familiar, they call it sky zone. There's like a, a bunch of different, it's like the trampoline type outfit. It's like a big old warehouse. They have trampolines all over the floor okay. and activities and stuff like that. What, for like little kids. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> there's, there's, you know, there's some adults that go in there too and you can bounce around, bounce on the side. There's they got clowns there. <laughs> 
the people are the clowns, right? Okay. <laughs> so she, there was this, I, I had this, this video, and it was just interesting, and I, it came up, and it made me think about when I was that age, because um, that was kind of that moment where I was like, oh, I felt good and confident mm -hmm. in math, science, I, this is, comes easy. And at that age, at her age in this video, it was like that pivotal moment where you see this sort of division of like, how some people underestimate you, either judge you, and then this like boy versus girl type thing. Oh, okay. So here she is. She there's this hoop, there's a basketball hoop, and then there's this big old trampoline thing, and you are, there's kids waiting in line, and there's I have this capture with these kids, these boys are behind her, and she's this tiny, cute little thing, tons of hair. She looks like a little doll, mm -hmm. and she's jumping, and she's making all the hoops, like she does it, and he's like she's bouncing, and she's like kind of framing up her, you know, her position, you know, kind of getting it ready second up to get into the hoop and the boys are whispering i, I have this in the corner where oh, they, they're, they're whispering and they're talking garbage right they're just wow. they're like and they're like underestimating like this tiny little thing oh she's gonna get it you know and yeah. then she gets it and i have that all captured and it made me think of just you know really what i think a lot of us individuals it doesn't even be female specific but where we have moments where we like doubt ourselves because other people doubt us yeah and i think i definitely felt that and maybe not like in that obviously exact situation, but like similar where I am very sweet and honest and nurturing, accommodating kind of personality. Uh -huh, right. And so I think that people dismiss that as maybe being assertive enough to maybe handle, let's say an engineering route. But then also I think I was raised in this time and maybe area where, oh, you're math and science. Maybe you should go for nursing or maybe you should be a teacher. You should be a teacher of math and science. And I'm not dismissing those are great Careers. Well, it, you know, it goes back to, you know, the the whole the yin and the yang or whatever. I don't know if that's the right term, but just like the conflict, you know, there's yeah. like there's a conflict, but, you know, two men and women, like there shouldn't be a conflict. Let's just get together, you know, let's have a conversation. Oh, yeah. All right. So you could, you could, you know, you, you, you could put the ball in the hoop. All right. I'm, you're on my team. <laughs> Why am I whispering about you? You know, that's yeah. just how I am. I'm a little, I mean, I have a lot of empathy, you know, and that. And that's how I think I relate it to women as well, because I women have a lot of empathy just by you know their their DNA makeup, and it's just like, you know, that's kind of why I got involved. Like I told you, you know, in your kitchen, like I called up your boss at the time, said, "Hey, you, let me take the lead here, and I'll go in it," because it was going to be it wasn't going to be good, and so I avoided that. And and you know what it, it is what it is, you know, it is what it is. I don't I don't think it's cool, and and um, yeah, so I think we got to. I think if we if the world can kind of come more together, you know, we'll work together, um, you know, it's uh, it'd just be a better place. Yeah. You know, like it's, you know, also too, like I think strong strong women like yourself might be intimidating to other men. You know what I'm saying? Like, because they, they, they don't, like you said, underestimate or they have some other kind of idea about it. Who knows? You know, it's, you know, it's definitely a, it's a, it's a big picture, uh, big picture situation for yeah. sure. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So I think like, just like looking into that whole topic of mm -hmm. just, you know, trying to, um, just sort of prove people wrong, I think was really my, mm -hmm. my ammo, I guess. And so especially happened in high school because, you know, I had, I was kind of a tomboy, but then also, you know, again, they're going to want to poke holes in your confidence and that's just kids. I wouldn't even say it's just even mm -hmm. specifically boys, right? Um, they just want to be, you know, that way. Um, but I think it was just to prove 
that I could do it. Mm-hmm. And also, oh, by the way, I enjoy doing it and all of that. So maybe not going through the, as they call it, or used to call it the pink collar stereotypical roles, that, yeah, yeah. you know, careers that women would go into. I'm like, I like getting like pulling my sleeves back and actually like getting into it and having application to the science and math. And that's like, that's where engineering comes in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's always been interesting to me. Well, you get a lot of respect. I mean, that's, it's, it's probably why you're successful, uh, you know, senior, you know, pro- product manager, cause you get your hands in there and you, you really understand the product, you know? Yeah. 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 That's cool. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's move on to question number two. Uh, <laughs> did you have a mentor or a coach along the way? I mean, we were saying my mom, that was probably, and my dad, you mm-hmm. know, they, they were, they're definitely yin and yang. They're complete op- opposites. Are they? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> so she's a, a spicy, uh, assertive um, uh, Greek woman. And then uh, my dad is uh, German-Irish and a little more steady and um, very emotionally intelligent. So mm-hmm. maybe that's where I got it from. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's like, you know, she's very passionate, you know, emotions off on her sleeve. You know, it's like, it's very obvious, like, mm-hmm. um, what she if she doesn't like you or she likes you it's painfully obvious it's all over her face and uh my dad's a lot more steady patient so um they were definitely huge influences of mm-hmm. course yeah um but you know they're we're going through this whole time of like they're both working and they're hustling bustling and there were moments where it's like you can't just lean just on your parents right you yeah. s- you're obviously exposed to like a lot of other people so there was teachers that were impactful i think for me for sure oh that's good um like teachers were in high school or in a mix. Yeah, yeah. I would say like middle school was probably, you know, a, that's such an awkward age for every kid. Is, is middle school kind of where you made that pivot? Like we were talking about your, your niece, right? Your niece or yeah, your nephew yeah. your, at the basketball hoop? Was that? She was, yeah, she was like going, she's right in that age range. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, it made me think of that because it's an awkward thing. You know, you're going through puberty, right? And your yeah, yeah. body's changing and everyone's changing and then everyone or every any person that I ever had a conversation about middle school even the people that I thought had it a cakewalk mm-hmm. you know you, you have these conversations I remember my senior year we're in senior project whatever we were doing and you just actually had a moment to tie up conversation with your your peers and this beautiful she ends up being like the homecoming queen super smart though yeah. and uh she's she was like lamenting of how those were the worst years of her life I'm like you were beautiful then and you had your, I had horrible acne, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. all these weird things where you're like, I had you, acne too. I had acne all over my back and stuff. It's like, yeah. because you're my just, face, your body's yeah. changing, mm-hmm. whatever. And so it's like so funny because you think the people that had it like made, like mm-hmm. they also found that very difficult. So it's just, you know, we, we just, it's all a perspective thing. And so, um, so I think like just having teachers also like kind of feel like you could do it and it's motivating, um, and then just like, kind of, like you said, I really observe a lot of how other people approach things. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then maybe the way I'm doing it isn't great, you know, yeah. I can learn and grow and change. Well, so. yeah, you don't have an ego, you know, that's, that's, you know, people that have an ego can't, you know, they really can't change. You know, that's not good. You're never going to grow. Like, so what your, your middle school, was that like seventh to ninth grade? Is that how your middle school was? It went fifth to eighth. Okay, yeah. So yeah. when I my middle school, like where I'm from, it was like seven to nine. Oh, okay. so like I'm just in the middle. So you know, there's you know, for some reason I was like 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 the older girls for some reason. I don't know. You know, they were always just you know, so these ninth graders, and I'd see these girls, and <laughs> I'm like, well, God, you know, that's that's you know, 
that's different, right? So anyway, so I was like coming out of gym class one time, and that's back in the day where you had the parachute pants and they had the, the you know the zippers on oh the side. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, and so I'm you know I'm all I took a shower, I'm all slicked up, I'm I'm thinking I'm looking cool, I'm strutting down there. It's like I'm in seventh grade. <laughs> I got my hands in, the, in my pockets, and I'm going, and my my buddy uh, Jeff Moyer, who I played hockey with, he like he points at me, he starts laughing. I'm like, what? And I look down, I have my fly open. No. Yeah, so I'm walking down, walking down the gauntlet in front of these old, older, with my, with oh my, my whitey tighties. God. Like, so ever since then, I just, I, from that point on, my fly was never down. I was going to, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, lesson you know what I mean? Yeah, lesson learned. Touche. <laughs> yeah. You know? So it's like, yeah. I don't know. You know, it's just crazy being in middle school. So you're exactly right. It's you know what I'm, weird, you know, yeah. it's a weird time. It's a weird time. That, that's cool. That's funny. Um, all right. Well, that's, yeah, cool. So we'll go on to, you know, question number three. Um, at what's, what's, at what point or stage of your career did you pivot into management? Oh gosh. Cause I think, think you were, you've had a lot of jobs in the company, right? Yeah. And even before, um, I was at other companies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so interesting. How uh, long have you been working? Uh, well, let's o- see. overall, you know, uh, since 2005, four. So whatever that math ends up being. 2004. Yeah. yeah, that's uh, 2014. What is that? Yeah, that's that's substantial. Yeah, yeah. whatever that is. Yeah, you know, yeah, we're good at math. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. It'll come to us later. <laughs> yeah. It's always the simple stuff that always puzzled me. I could right. do we could do calculus or der- derivations. Yeah, you know, uh, but well, like, like a Laplace transformation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like linear basic, algebra, <laughs> basic arithmetic. No, I, I have a <laughs> degree in material science, and I was in a class, and there's this X-rated fraction, and they're using an ERF function. I looked at the prop. I'm like, are, 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 what, Earth. And I think I was like, isn't that like cartoon character on a TV show or Elf or whatever it was? You know that you know yeah. that TV show where there's like a puppet? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, what is this? Is this is this a joke? Oh, my God. That guy was weird, man. He was, yeah. He, you know, he didn't believe in deodorant or something because of the aluminum oxide. And then he'd get like, you know, in a May, you know, getting towards, uh. and, he, and it was so... I mean, the B, it was so, the BO was so bad, it'd give you a headache. It was crazy. You know, it guy was, but he was brilliant. I mean, he was brilliant. I mean, you know, he's brilliant, yeah. but, uh, anyway, so we got off a tangent there, but, um, yeah. So w- when did you pivot into management? Um, so it's interesting. So product management, of course, is more business. You know, most people kind of look at, uh, product managers as being marketing, uh, kind of business strategy of a product line, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting because I've always had technical jobs leading into being a pro- before I was a product manager. Mm-hmm. And I never thought in a million years I would do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so before, of course, I was in the company, I was an engineer for compliance, environmental health and safety stuff. Okay. And then well, I... Well, that's what my, my dad's a certified industrial hygienist. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So there's, I mean, with the company and like, I mean, there's just so many things that have regulations i'm sure you can yeah, appreciate a lot right? of chemicals and stuff yeah yep. so that's all there's a lot to to regulate to make sure that things are conforming compliant mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. All that handled stuff. properly labeled properly yeah and i think that's I, my dad would do is like you know you got to put a label on that I just a can you know you got to put a label on that you know you could i'm like you know what you're right dad yeah. and when i was playing hockey too you like you know when i was younger he'd put put names all over all my stuff like i'm like what are you why are you writing on my stuff? Oh, you know, you know, I don't want anybody stealing your stuff. It's like, you know, I'm like, you know, now that I'm older, I'm like, yeah, you know, that stuff costs a lot of money. I can see what he, what he yeah. was doing. Yeah, yeah, my parents did the same thing. <laughs> yeah. it was my maiden name everywhere. Yeah, 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 right, exactly. So no, that's true. Um, no, so it was. It's it is interesting. So I worked in a waste management facility before uh, the company, and so 
I think I, you know, I did that, and then I worked in the automation piece, where I did proposals mm-hmm. and design stuff like that. Wow, um, which is actually where you know we met, mm-hmm. um, and it was that that role in itself. I maybe was maybe a pivotal moment. Mm-hmm. I, I would say. And now that I'm kind of yeah, it's a different division. It's kind of an up and coming division. It, they kind of run at their own clip. They're yeah. not tied to the the mothership in a sense. And then, kind of. And then in that role specifically, I was a lot more engaged with sales. Right. Mm-hmm. I wasn't just this. I can be a technical expert and be my little niche, whatever. And and it's all like within the HQ. Like it's all eight, you know, headquarters, mm-hmm. and I'm good. Um, there's so much more influence and. Um, you know, I'm traveling and stuff. And it was so interesting because my, my boss at the time was like, we got to kick her out of the nest was the quote, you know, mm-hmm. because we know she could have conversations with people. She knows enough about the technical to be confident enough to, but we need her to be in the front lines with the sales rep so that also opportunity for the sales rep to get more confident on what, you know, things that they want to look at if they don't have Sheena right there or whatever. Right, right. Um, but also she can learn something about application specific stuff, things that are nuances and stuff like that. So there's such a, a win-win when someone mm-hmm. does come from there. And so I think that was a huge, you know, uh, out of my comfort zone, we'll just say, because I never would have imagined I was just saying. Yeah, that. but you're a natural. Like, you don't realize how natural you are. Like, I mean, I think the last time you came out, we did that, uh, uh, what, Sisters and Brotherhood. And yeah. we set up that table, and you just you just jumped right in. You had that table all set up. You're interacting with, with, with these uh, gals that were getting involved in the skilled trades there. It was like you were like, you know, a natural salesperson. You know, it's yeah, I think it's your emotional intelligence. Because it's a lot of sales. You got to read a room. Yeah. You got to read a room, and you got to. Uh, that's either it, it either you have it or you don't that's how i see it that's fair or 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 you would you identify that you don't have it and you work on it but yeah yeah you know. no i i you're right <laughs> and you've got to be patient you know like a lot of people a lot of people aren't patient they know i can see the path like i see like where i have to go and i see things and i've had some people oh you get you know you get too involved in the semantics or something one guy said i said what, what are you talking about hmm. it's like no you don't even it, you didn't even see the guy in the corner. Like you have no idea what you're, you already know what you're looking at, dude. Yeah. Like, it's like what, you know what I mean? It's weird. It's, it's, so it's kind of goes both ways, you know, with the guys that they want to say stuff to you, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Weird, no. Know? Yeah. Well, I think I mean, that's, that's like, uh, like, why would you say that to somebody? That's my whole point about yeah. it. Like, why would you, that's just negative. Like, why would you say that yeah. to somebody? It's not positive at all. You, you know, it's a better way of saying it. Like, you know, if you've got something, like I said in my, um, Second podcast, you know, if you're really good at something, you can teach somebody else to be good at it. Like, you know, the the, the young guy that I'm working with in the city, you know, the stuff that he's doing, you know, he's, I mean, took me 15 years to learn how to do it. He's doing it in like record time. And that's just extreme progress. So that's my commitment to anybody I work with. It doesn't, I don't get extra, I don't get extra marks for it or anything like that. It's just, I just think it's the right thing to do. Well, I mean, you know what I'm saying? We t- I mean, I had that kind of in my write up for uh, kind of giving you kudos uh, mm-hmm. on the Bradley Basics site there was, and it, it's true. I think you just being very, um, it's a natural thing, I think, of you being a mentor where you were giving feedback. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the one thing that I I love about some of the people I've had as bosses mm-hmm. where please give me feedback on things I can work on. Things that I'm doing great, fine. You can pat me on the back, but I can't be good at everything. Right, I, I, had right. a, I had a boss not long ago where, um, super, you know, positive, you know, you're doing great. Keep it, keep on the good work. 
I wanted not to say negative, but it's not negative. It's constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. Like, what is something I can work on to get better at? Right. So that you think that would or to grow, me, like right. a better way to say it, just to grow. Yeah. Let's just talk about let's 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 like re- reframe it and like just to grow. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that that's, like change. You know, like like tagline from my first podcast. You know, change is the price of survival. Like we all have to change, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's. I mean, and it's not easy, but once you, you know, str- you know, if it's once you get through that, you just become a stronger person. You're more empowered, and it's not like I woke up one day and go, "Oh, let's start doing a podcast." I just, you know, kind of <laughs> did it with a good buddy of mine, and I'm like, oh, I, I, you know, people people seem to like my voice. I guess I don't know. I was like, all right, so we'll we'll do it. Yeah, why think, not? Right? I think you're. I bought all this stuff. It's not a big yeah. deal. It's you know, it's 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 cool, right? It's 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 is very uh like high end. And yeah, I think it's one high of the gentlemen I said it in the other podcast, <laughs> like you don't do anything like fifty percent. No, like, no, why? Yeah. Why why not? I mean, it's, it, you know, whatever. So, well, that that's so. Okay, we'll go to the uh, the fourth question. Like, you know, um, you obviously are self self improving. You're always improving yourself. Like, what? I mean, what are you going? What, what are you working on now? What are your goals to you know stay at the management level and thrive? Yeah. Like, what are you? What are you? What are you working on? Well, I personally, think, you know. Yeah. Um. So. Is it new more products or is it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's there's a mix of different things, right? Because the products that you're involved in, the, you know, like I, I talked to Barbara about spools and and I said, <laughs> I give her the, the range and you got the mild steel and you got aluminum and then you got what you, what your product manager for and some, that, some of that stuff is, that's high end stuff. You can sell like, that's like the flame and yawn of the, yeah. of the consumable product. So, uh, I, I've got a great relationship with, with uh, our regional alloy specialist, and I, I we, we do a lot, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of money. That stuff, it's very technical. Super duplex, all this other stuff. I'm like, and the guys are talking. I'm like, what's super duplex? So I have to do a lot of studying, you know. And you know, it's it's pretty amazing. No, but that's that's mm-hmm. just it. I think mm-hmm. like when going into this role, that that was probably the obviously that you think we're talking about like okay I'm a technical person right mm-hmm. so that was the first thing I needed to master which was understanding where the heck these super exotic um or even the the austenetics as they call them the bread and butter stainlesses mm-hmm. um where they're being used why does someone care about them what do think you know understanding the audience but mm-hmm. like what's the typical use how can you enhance someone's application all those different things yeah you came up with a new product uh it's like uh, for more automation right so yeah. kind of a probably bringing it all together right yeah so it was, what was your hand in that um so i mean i would say that it was it's interesting like you had said kind of i think maybe maybe another conversation we had so i can't really yeah, that's recall okay, yeah. but i think we have lots of conversations it's, yeah so there was just you know interesting how things kind of work right we talk about like the uh, environmental health and safety type stuff, mm-hmm. right? And so there's all this stuff you have to be mindful of. And then a big part of like the operations was what kind of, and where we're doing welding actually in-house, you mm-hmm. know, uh, even though we're a welding company, we also do welding of constructing stuff and all of that, um, is all of the fume generation rates and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And so, and then it was talking about, you know, all these all the hexavalent chrome. Yeah. So you can bring in your environmental on that. Deal. Right. So then yeah. the, like when I went into that role, uh, where the fume, you know, stuff, it was, mm-hmm. it was like, Oh, that's interesting. Me having that background was really helpful and yeah, understanding yeah. like the severity of it and how you can use that as a tool of saying like, this is the value of mm-hmm. why you want to invest in this because you're going to maybe reduce your smoke. Uh, as they call it, but the fume basically that's all particulate in the air, you know, by how much if you invest in all this different machinery or at the 
actual welding station, getting some type of yeah, better consumable something that's all of that stuff. Yeah, wow, that's awesome. So it was interesting, but then going into actual consumable product management is is different because um, the company has a, a certain um, you know, I think it's it's an unknown what product managers responsible uh, for what they're responsible for. Mm -hmm. um, and I think we're so much better today than it was when I first started in this role, I'll just say. Okay. Um, and because for my, so you're kind of pioneering a, a more defined role or, um, I think it was, because if mix, I think about yeah. your, yeah, if I think about your, like your background, you got a double major, you got an MBA, you've got all these different jobs. I mean, and, and then, yeah, that's, that's, that's the type of pedigree you have to have to be a senior product manager. That's how I, yeah. that's how I see it. Yeah. Right? I, yeah. I think I'm, uh, it's, it's interesting to see, um, kind of where everything sort of where it's, it is today, you mm -hmm. know, um, mm -hmm. now we have strategic business units that are supposed to, you know, channel all the energy and yeah, yeah, all that yeah. stuff. So, and, and I think in many ways it's, it's been a good thing uh, for the structure of that. But, um, for me, like, you guys have P and L, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what that. Yeah, and that, that's where the old little... MBA comes in, eh? Yeah, and I think like. Because why would you do anything if you're not making money, <laughs> right? Well, right. So I think like when I would serve up like, hey, this is my understanding of what product management is, mm -hmm. right? Because of my marketing classes that I took in my MBA, or mm -hmm. in conversations with some of my friends who work at other organizations, yeah. and say, hey, you know, this is what I think a product manager would do. This is what the responsibility. This is things that they should look at it and understanding what how different it was in other organizations and mm -hmm. i would serve that up to other folks and say hey i think you know this might be something we would do and not to so focus on a lot of the tactical things which ended up being kind of what you get in a rut in a lot of roles right but i think there was such a yeah, you know, shovel in the dirt you gotta shovel dirt you right know? sweep some, the floor take the trash out you at know? some upper you know at some point there's an opportunity to look at it strategically mm -hmm. right so you got the foundation and you've, you've dug the, the dirt, you've gotten all that. And that now we're going to have a nice, you know, put the footers in and, yeah, and yeah. Start build the house, you yeah, know, yeah, and start yeah. framing it up. So we have some nice curbside appeal. I mean, that's <laughs> essentially, appeal. right. Yeah, nice, yeah. So that's like, that's kind of what we try to do, right. For our portfolio of mm -hmm, saying, Hey, mm -hmm. like this is, we have to do all these foundational things, right. Mm -hmm, we have mm -hmm. to weed and like you're taking care of your property. Right. But at some point, I think in the part numbers too, like weren't you involved in like just doing like part numbers or something? There's so, well, there's so many, I mean, so that was a transitional thing, right? I mean, that is part of product management is like mm -hmm. you're identifying new products. Well, it's important because when you get out, when you get into the, into the marketplace, you, you either selling something, if, if it's large enough, you sell it, you know, direct to a customer or you do, you work through distribution and they have a way of thinking about stuff. And, yeah. you know, if you make it, you make it easy for them to understand the stuff. And sometimes that's all it is. Like, they're not going to go into, oh, well, you know, like the technical, they just, oh, I, I, well, I don't know where that part number is. And that's what they start selling somebody. And, you know, so you have, you know, have that. So you got to make it, yeah. got to have that curb appeal, you know, the easy part number system. Yeah. We're trying to get better at that. But I think, like you said, it's a, it's, I mean, it's, it's an evolution. Mm -hmm. It really is. And so we're a lot better than we used to, because I think it was with acquisitions and you're mm -hmm. trying to, anyone who's done any integration in conversations with some of my other friends and other companies and mm -hmm. stuff like that, I mean, it's never easy. And so really yeah, different cultures. Yeah. Communication yeah. is so huge. Um, like you said, something as simple as having a tool that's communicating. This is what you use. This is like mm -hmm. the active stuff that you should be 
pushing and whatever it is to the sales. Well, yeah, so I, I can see what you're doing to stay there. You're developing these systems and, and you know, creating the communication and the lines. And yeah, that, that sounds great. I mean, that's a lot of work, a lot of pioneer work. That's awesome. That's mm -hmm. awesome. All right, we'll go to the, go to the fifth question. Like if uh, you were to do it all over again, what would you change? I mean, it's such a crazy question because, you know, I'm like nearing my 40s and like, <laughs> you like Near your 40s. well I'm, yeah i'm almost yeah i'm right i'm in my late 30s so i hmm. i would say um oh you're rich and time let me tell you i'm for i'm 49 <laughs> i'm gonna be 50 here pretty soon so but i'm like this old, yeah i guess this you know well i feel well, hip, I feel hip old. old guy i don't well, know i feel old compared to i still play youngsters. hockey guys they're in 20 they're 20 years old uh, yeah you know, I, I mean, mean whatever the f yeah the phys yeah i i it's interesting just yeah. you just gotta take care of yourself i mean it's, no i and i i try to you know yeah yeah but uh, I think it's interesting just like, you know, you look back and you, you're working with some of these. Do you play like, sports or do you, are you a runner or something? Or? Um, I just, uh, you know, I try to get my steps in, you know, get oh, in with the quarantine. <laughs> oh, you do steps? Well, well I mean, you know, I mean, I just look down the road and you get, there's, a, what is that, Lake Erie down yeah, the road? And there's yeah. what, that's, that's a bunch of people walking down there? Yeah. So we, this yeah, is great. Yeah. Yeah. We're, a house like this in Jersey, it, I mean, it would, this is like. This is big time right yeah. here. This yes. is yeah, three houses from the lake. You could see this, the lake this, from our house. This is unbelievable. Yeah. No, I I uh, that this is what I always kind of wanted. Right, uh -huh. it was um, you know we had this really adorable uh, um, I call it cookie cutter house, but in mm -hmm. a development, and it mm -hmm. was in uh, south of here in Strongsville, and we were there for nine years. Oh wow, you know, and so, but. I like the fact this is actually close to downtown, mm -hmm. uh, close to a lot of the things, a lot of the like restaurant tours and some of these little neighborhoods that yeah, have yeah. like really like, uh, you know, so you're close to a lot of things. Um, but then just what's the asset of Cleveland? We're on a lake that is like restored for so many years. We're not the mistake on the lake anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we have this, it's all, it's blue. Like there's some, yeah, you don't things. have chemicals burning in the river. Right. Like right? unfortunately what people, you know, remember back in the seventies. Right? Yeah. But um, no, it's 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 great. Um, but to get to your question, I don't want to derail. That's a, yeah, it, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I you know I yeah. you know you know don't you, you don't mind me. I no, I I, 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 I kind of yeah. went down the tangent hole with you. Yeah, yeah, so whatever. That's like, well, that's okay. So um, that's what we're doing here. It's no big deal. Yeah. So you know. I I it's I think that everything that I've done, I probably would do the same. Um, the only, you know, a few things here and there, right? But I think mm -hmm. that's all. It's who I am today. I think I'm so much of a richer human being because mm -hmm. I went through a lot of trials and tribulations mm -hmm. um and went through you know you just really become you're accountable for things and we were talking about student loans and stuff like that yeah, a yeah. moment ago um it's like really being smart about it and mm -hmm. looking back and saying okay like you just have to be responsible and be accountable and that's what's really nice about that's what my parents said they were just kind of like you know we could we probably could have put you through like you know but you wouldn't appreciate it if mm -hmm. you you know if you don't pay, if you pay for yeah, it you exactly. appreciate it kind exactly. of thing so you paid your way through school um well i mean whatever i didn't get in scholarships i had to do student loans and then i worked you know whatever mm -hmm. you know so it was split between the three different uh ways um, yeah 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 but it's you know it's just figuring out like what makes sense and i mean for example like so i went to and you know i think in one of your podcasts or and, and actually we've talked about this too in our area there's like there is such a a clout or a um, reputation of certain like schools where mm -hmm. you would go to. And so I went to a private college here, university actually now. Mm -hmm. And um, it was, you know, well known and it's, you know, whatever. Um, but it's. Wait, what are you talking about? Like, like intellectual bigotry? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Is so that what you're referring it, to? I mean, yeah. So it's like, oh, well, you're, you went to this state school versus this private school, or you went to this school 
whatever it is, yeah. you know, whatever it is. And there was this this stigma of like, oh, well, if you went here, then yeah, it must not have been the, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. But it's so it's all relative. And I've actually tried to calibrate um, some of the younger uh, engineers that I've I've worked mm-hmm. with or do work with. Last time I checked, one plus one equals two, <laughs> right? right? Well, so. it's you know, well, it's interesting because like so we have like this local st- you know Cleveland State, mm-hmm. we'll say. And um, then this other private school, a case, for example. And it's like, okay, so Ooh, my, yeah, case so my engineering uh, part of my degree is case. It's, that's what Bonewell's paired up, and they, that's where I get my engineering part of it. Oh, right? okay. So it's funny, because oh, I want to talk about financial to, to rear to that uh, topic. It was like I lived at home to, like, save money. So yeah. I, didn't, I didn't live on campus. I'm like, so I saved myself. Of course, I wanted so desperately to be on campus. But when I really looked at the finances, I'm like – I'm going to be sleeping and sharing a room with a stranger that's like in a two by four. I mean, you're like in a small little dormitory and then I'm 20 minutes from campus. Does that make sense? Like I can live at home, like not have that part of money I have to pay back. Yeah. Um, I wish I would have, if I think back, I I would have taken more advantage of some of the high school uh, college credit stuff oh okay but it was still developing I, so mm-hmm. i shouldn't really beat myself up too much about that but it was still they only had like maybe four classes like available to us like yeah yeah so four classes okay maybe you get a couple things but i had some ap classes and so i didn't have to you know when i got that you know you get some college credit yeah that, that's right? awesome but looking back i mean i guess to the universe whoever's listening you know what i mean it's kind of yeah. like that i would totally encourage you're going to school they're paying for you to go and take college credits. Like that's that much less that you have to take in core classes, right? Yeah. So um, yeah, yeah. So just being more, yeah. I think that's that's good advice. That's great advice. So that, that's know? like a little thing that you could do. Take two, whatever, something. It's like those mm-hmm. amount of credit hours, depending on what school you go to. I mean, it's worth it. Um, so I mean, I think. Uh, well, I like yeah. the like the, the I think that the, the you know social pressure of like going to a dorm, like oh I'm going here. And you just staying home, and that, that's how to be tough when you're that age, right? You know, you want to be, you want to be independent, you want to go out, whatever. And it's probably better that you didn't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. I mean, like for my podcast, I, you know, I played junior hockey in Detroit. I was trying to go to D1. That was my identity. Yeah. And then, you know, broke my hand and uh, needed two more years in that league. And you know, it, uh, it, you know, I didn't know what I was gonna do. I was just sitting, you know, sitting at the table with my dad one summer. I'm like, hockey's like it was shocking to me. Hockey's over, That's and I'm like, cool. what am I going to do? And he's, oh, well, you know, you work at Dow and you work with these material science dudes. I said, yeah, I can do the math, and that's kind of what I did. But Michigan State didn't take me right away. I was, I was in a lease with 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 actually three three girls that I knew from high school. Made this commitment. I said, I can't get out of that. And so then I went just dumb luck when Donald Lansing Community College, and they had a, you know, I was, you know, hooked up there, and that you know, was the best thing I ever did. Yeah. You know, but it was weird. Like you talk about the stigma, right? So I worked for this landlord guy and did a lot of odd jobs. Um, you know, that's how I paid a lot of bills and stuff like that. And I worked, he also had this spa, so I'd work there. Oh, wow. And that was more of a structured job. And, and, and basically I used to have these conversations with this guy. It was a, we used to have these great conversations. And then once he found out I was going to community college, like he didn't talk to me. So he would come in there and he would just like, he was like, it was really weird. I was like, whatever, dude. And it was just like, like, and I've talked, you know, the, you know, people thinking I was a dumb construction worker. Cause I was, you know, let me tell you something. I had more money. I used to go to the bar and just, 
like this one guy I used to study with, he, he's, he's a PhD and stuff. He does really well. And his roommate was a bartender at this PT O'Malley's. It was like a real Greek bar, like a lot of sorority. And I used to always get in there. It was like a real small place. I, would, I used to grease guys and get in there. And I used to tip him, and, and he, he came home one night from working, and, and uh, my buddy was, like, studying. He's like, well, what's up with that Bradley guy? You know, he's always got all this cash. What is it? It was parents in the mob or something? <laughs> and, and he's like, no, Bradley frames houses. He's like, what? Like, the house that we're in, he can, like, build. I said, yeah, yeah. I was working, like, with men that had, like, families. Yeah. And, uh, and I didn't ask my parents for any kind of money. Yeah. And now they, they, they've been retired for a long period of time now, and that's all that's the commitment i made but it was it was good to do that you know because it helped me with my some of my properties and you know like i did the kitchen i could frame a wall it's like you know like learn how to frame a wall like learn how to change out a toilet you know learn how to do something yeah there's like you know like i guess that's dumb i don't think so i think it's pretty smart you no know? it's it's so funny that you say that because i i think about just some of the oh i don't do that i i, I who me i've had some guys like yeah, you, dude. Like, what's, you know, like, what, are you too good to do something here, dude? There's such a sense of it's pride. Weird. It's weird. But there's it's a weird. sense of pride in doing it, though. That's so what's arrogant. really cool. But, it, yeah. but I know Anyways. what you're saying, though. But I'm not trying to be negative. I'm sorry. N- no, no. It's, I think that, um, no, there, there is something about that because it's funny. Now, now we, we talk about so many people being forced to go to college. And maybe they weren't college, not say not material, but maybe they would have been fine not going to school and went into some type of trade, right? Right. And Which is a huge need. It's huge. And that's another thing where I'm like, oh my gosh, like there, there was a moment where I was just like, I wonder what that would be if I went and I said, okay, I'm going to go, there's like a trade school that's not, not far from here or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just like start going that direction, you know, kind of thing. I thought about that a couple of years ago. I thought, oh, that might be kind of interesting, something different. Mm-hmm. Um, but see, the thing is, I, I would say I, I appreciate whatever I can do around the house, like that's kind of how I was raised. Like my, 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 my dad and I, I was the son he never had, you know, mm-hmm. I was do, but back, this was before Google, right? So this was us getting books from the library yeah. or going to borders and borders was still a, a store. Or go to um, blockbuster. Yeah. I mean, you would just go and like try to like figure how to do something, right? Mm-hmm. How to, how mm-hmm. to do a sink, how to, how to do the toilet, how to do all these different things. Um, flooring, cabinetry. I mean, all those different things. I mean, I, we figured it out. I mean, my dad works for the Federal Reserve. I mean, he's not like, he's not someone who- He works for the Federal Reserve? Yeah, he's oh, been wow. there for like almost 40 years now, oh, right? Wow. But it's like, again, it was like, okay, you, you got kids and you're, you know, you're up and going and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it was just like, okay. And now it's so readily available. People know people, they can Google them, right? Mm-hmm. It's, but it's like, you don't know a guy, you got to kind of figure it out, right? Or you can YouTube it now. Well, now, yeah, you could do all these things, right? Yeah, Barbara's like, Barbara's great at that. Like we've, we fixed our dryer multiple times with the YouTube. Yeah. And- uh She's amazed on little tools I brought. Brought out. I had this little little side ratchet. I was trying to get this little bolt in there, and it was like we did the burner and we did the belt. And she's 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 really cool. You got to meet her sometime. Yeah, she's I really know. Cool. I know. Yeah, You've yeah. always. I mean, years ago. I mean, when we were talking, mm-hmm. it's really. Yeah, I mean, she sounds great. Obviously. Well, yeah, she's a woman. Compliments you as well. Like, yeah, I mean, she's I, a woman. You know, that's yeah. what I realized. Like, um, you know, my uh, past situation, my past marriage didn't work out, and you know, I moved forward through that. It wasn't easy, but. Um, but you know, it's, there's a difference. Like you're a woman, you know what I'm saying? Like she's a woman, like, is there a difference? Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't really, it's not an age thing. I don't explain it, but it, it, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's great. You know, yeah. they're well, great. It's just great. It's you know? being sure, it, you know, uh, self-aware, like a self-awareness thing, I think is a really huge 
like comparative thing mm-hmm. when I look at men and women for that part for that in that matter because unfortunately and I, I know I've, I've read so many articles about this where there's this and this is a horrible way to identify uh, a man but like toads there's like toads are everywhere <laughs> my husband and i will toads. say there's like all these like oh look there's a toad yeah, i like that i know some toads but it's just like this this toad identification where it's like they don't they lack the uh, like the the accountability and the assertiveness it's everyone else's fault why they're at where they're at and they're yeah, just yeah. they're just plateauing through life and they're just coasting the wave mm-hmm. and um, there's no sense of like leadership accountability and they have to be spoon-fed and handheld through everything and it's just like you know, and then this like, is this is the population. Mm-hmm. Not say not every man's like that, so don't take that the wrong way, I guess. Yeah, no, know. no, I know. What you're but saying. but there there are, there's a lot more of the toads, we'll say, than there has been in generations past. That they don't necessarily have that sense of like I want to, you know, do something with my. Well, they're 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 okay with that position. I mean, you know, obviously, I mean, you, for you to really change, you have to say, oh, okay, I want to change, I want to learn, I want to grow. You know, you have to you have to make that decision. But if you don't make the decision, then you know it is what it is. And you know what I'm starting to learn at. 49 years old is, is, um, is avoidance. Yeah. Like I, I, sometimes I get to one way or the other and, and I just learned this from Greg Connors. You know, he's a young guy, a good friend of mine is just be neutral. Yeah. Like my thing now is just to be neutral and kind of let that person, let's, you know, a toad, for example, like, <laughs> okay, well, that's a toad. I'll probably just stay neutral on that. And, and well, maybe he'll, maybe he'll turn a corner and I'll get excited about what he's doing. But if not, I'll just, okay, I'll just, there's a, you know, I'll just move forward. And, that, and that's what I'm working on. Like, just stay, stay neutral. Yeah. You know, let the people like, you know, if you want to work with me, like, you know, that's kind of what it do. It's like, um, with Bradley basics, you know, it's coaching and mentoring. If you want to work with me, I'll work with you, but it's going to be you saying, yeah, I like to work and work on stuff that I want to work on. I'm not going to tell you what you need to work on because yeah. I don't really know. And quite honestly, you need to make that decision. And once you make that decision, you start working and, and then you find, well, maybe it doesn't work out. Then you can do something else, but at least you started and you start building your process. And that's another thing too, is, you know, success is mastering your own process. It's your own process. Like you have your own process. I have my own process, right? Right. You know, what you do is you learn somebody's process. Like, you know, you observe and you, oh, wow, that's, that's, that's a cool way of doing it. And, you know, and then you, you, you improve and you just work with people. And that's, you know, like younger guys, like I don't, I don't care if the guy, like I said, I'm a pocket. I don't care if you're, you know, orange, purple, got a limp. I don't care. Yeah. Like as long as you want to work and you're, you're, you're positive about it, let's, let's try to do something. Why not? We're here. But I think that's, but we a, only have so much time. I mean, not, yeah. to, not to wish away time, but we only have so much time. It's like, you're here. I'm here. Okay, let's try to do something. I mean, it's made it really, kind of like what we're doing on this podcast. Yeah, you know, we're just sitting yeah. here talking, you know? No, I, I agree. I think that that's, that's kind of the um, the hindrance of a lot of, I think, people who I are, think people are afraid. Oh, I don't want to make a mistake. Well, so make a mistake. You're not making a mistake. You're making a mistake huge. not doing anything. Yeah. That's the mistake, dude. And and also, a lot of the folks that... Not you're a toad, bro. <laughs> right. Is that how you want to be? Yeah, I mean, right. No, you don't want to be a toad. I mean, it's just so funny because, like, I, I think about managers. You talk about, like, uh, you know, looking in a different way, right? It's okay that my style is different than yours yes. and it's different than this and the next person. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting to me. Like when I've had folks like kind of want me to be pigeonholed into a certain mold, like I have to do it this way. Like it's okay that I don't communicate the way you do or, um, you know, get something done. I still want for me to be right. Right. Like, does it really matter that I basically 
included a lot more people in the communication line, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. Um, well, what you're talking about is taking ownership of the process. You know, you, if someone doesn't let you take ownership of your own process and tries to, that's micromanaging and that's not managing. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'm a big results guy. Like I, you know, like, uh, I, you know, like, okay, we agree. We've got to make this portfolio. It's got to be this. It's got to be, we're all in agreement, right? Company says this is what we got to do. Get the P and L, da da da. Okay, and then you build the stuff on the backside, and then you figure out the process and the result. And you know, if you just like you said, pigeonhole somebody and don't let them take ownership of their own process, it, uh, you know, it's not, no one's motivated to do the work. Yeah. It's like a chore, you know. So that's what I say to a lot of people. What do you need to get done? Mm-hmm. Just ask me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ask. Pick up the phone. What do you want? You want to be up? You want you want you want to sell that? Okay. How much do you want to sell? Okay. Uh, yeah, I can do that. I can. We might. I, I can do that. I can't do that. You know, like I'm very like. To me, it's you know, at the end of the day, it's it's like you gotta have you have to have money in your pocket. It's like so you can't mess around. But you're very clear on your direction, right? Yeah. Like that. That's another part. It's like the communication has to be very clear of what mm. the actual. Uh, you know, directive is mm-hmm. and what, what the end goal is and what are, what is our objectives, right. all of that. And I think, unfortunately... Well, we're engineers. Know. We solve problems. So right. just what's the problem, yeah. in a sense, and then I'll figure out how to do it. Yeah. Like, just ask me. But see, that, that's know. the thing is like that there's a, there, that's the communication breakdown, you mm-hmm. know, Led Zeppelin reference there. <laughs> but like, I just feel like that's like... That's a Led Zeppelin song? Uh, communication breakdown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you <laughs> go. There, there, now, now you're singing like you wanted to. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> no, I don't want to You got sing. a guitar? Let's get a guitar out. Yeah, I have a horrible singing voice. Yeah, but no, I, I just, I feel like that's where like, you know, your vein starts popping out of the side of your neck, mm-hmm. you know, because you're just like, that's the, that's the root issue is the communication. Mm-hmm. It's okay that we're different in communicating. That's that's okay, um, but you know, I was I was thinking, um, uh, how many oh, what was it when you when you were like, yeah, I'm doing this Bradley Basics thing. Mm-hmm. This is gonna sound really hilarious, and so you could totally take this out. No, so, go ahead. <laughs> but I was thinking about like, are you familiar with like the Bradley method of like, you know, it's like this whole labor. Like, so it's basically when a woman is going through labor. This is gonna sound so ridiculous. No, no, no. I don't know anything about so, the Bradley so, method. Yeah, go on. <laughs> So it made me think of it because Th- talk- this is like a real thing. Yeah. So it, oh, okay. it's, it's been around for some time. And so it's this whole Dr. Bradley, you know, it's this whole thing where mm-hmm. it's your breathing method. It's basically where you're going to, it's a technique of breathing when you're in labor. It's this whole partners where the husband and the wife are like, he's supporting her and they're like just channeling their energy so that they can like, she doesn't necessarily have to have like any like help like medicine wise essentially oh, okay. too. Well, yeah, that's, that's, so that, that's, there's that's, this whole thing. And so it's just interesting. So it's like, it's a difficult thing, but if you really focus your attention on all these breathing methods, yeah. so it's just interesting. Cause I was thinking about this and I thought to myself, like it kind of goes along with all this hard work we were just talking about a moment ago. Right. Right. We're just like, yeah, it's not easy, but if you really like focus, it's like, it kind of goes along with the whole Bradley basics. Like, yeah, Bradley no, that's method. The, yeah. Bradley like, method. No, no, <laughs> that's, like, that's cool. So no, that's funny. exactly yeah. what it is. Sure. So I thought I was like, I was like, that's so f- like in the back mm-hmm. of my mind. Cause I, I've had so many friends that have had kids younger a couple years ago. I'll do some pregnant. research on the Bradley method. Yeah. It was just interesting. So I was like, obviously that's makes sense. Name, it's, but it's like, well, it's like, that. you know, men and men and women getting together. Common goal is it? You know, a child bringing life into the world. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. That's that's, that's cool. No, yeah. we're not going to cut that out. Yeah. 
<laughs> no way. It's like, why? Why is she praying about this breathing method? What's yeah, wrong? No, with I, her? that's great. No, that's cool. I didn't. I know that's that's great. Yeah. So, all right. Well, hey, this this was a good podcast. Like I said, appreciate your time. You got a beautiful home. I, I met Apple here, and um, yeah. yeah, this is great. So, um, yeah. So this conclude our you know another Bradley Basics podcast with Sheena Suvak, um, and uh, hope you guys learned something here. And I guess you learned something about the Bradley method too. We'll have to figure <laughs> out what that's all about. All right. Enjoy the day.